do you even listen to this podcast? <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious I <laughs> don't. Alright, welcome back everyone and thank you for joining us. This is Radioactive Spider Pod, the podcast that looks back on the 90s Spider-Man and wonders, was there really that much smooching? I'm your host for the day, the vascular Vero Taylor, and I'm joined as always by my undead plasma-starved army, the immortal Peter Iskander. Death is an ascension to a better library. John Donne. It's actually a John Donne quote. I actually looked one up. (laughs) Oh, what a nerd. Why would you look up a quote? And the monstrous Kevin McAvoy. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Francis Bacon. Was that actually Francis Bacon? Damn right it is. I saw that you were going to do the John Dunn quote, and I fucking went up to you. <laughs> oh, I should have had a quote. Uh, you're the host. It's fine. Before we get into it, check out our social media for screenshots, updates, and all that good stuff. We are at RA SpiderPod on Twitter and at Radioactive SpiderPod on Facebook and Instagram. All these links are available on our website, RadioactiveSpiderPod.com. Also, if you want to help us out even more, think about supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to exclusive content and other fun surprises. Check us out on patreon.com slash radioactive spider pod. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we've actually got some pretty big shout outs today for our supporters. Uh, first of all, big thank you to the generous Andrew Grieve, our big Willie Fisk philanthropist, especially for his good work on the web. Uh, Andrew does a comic himself, Team Striker, Striker with a Y, so check out his work too at TSComic on Twitter or TeamStrikerComic.com. Another big thank you to the magnanimous Matt L.H., our other big Willie Fisk philanthropist, and for definitely not providing legal advice to us disguised as Simpsons memes. Uh, And finally, thank you as well to Lavish Lindsay M., uh, who is rocking a Brock and giving us the inside scoop on some editing software. We love you all madly. Well, thanks for that, Kevin. And I, for one, would really like to cheers our awesome friends and fans. So what are you guys drinking? Uh, I've got myself a Moosehead Lager. It's uh, feeling pretty generic about these episodes, so having a pretty generic beer. Yeah, I'm having some uh, hot toddies because I think I'm starting a cold, so <laughs> taking it easy. Who you been smooching, Peter? No, I'm kidding. (gasps) Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. I'm drinking a home-poured Centennial Rye with uh, Coke Zero, so saddle up, my friends, and I'm sorry in advance. Okay. (laughs) Well, it really is time for us to once again drink deeply of that forbidden nectar. So join us in our unholy feast and remember that vampirism is an aphrodisiac because we're sinking our teeth into Neogenic Nightmare Chapter 10, The Immortal Vampire. The Immortal Vampire first aired February 10th of 1996 and is once again based on fuck all. So let's gather around for the soon to be canceled Peter's Comic Book Minute. Peter's Comic Book No, no, stop that. All right, there's no Comic Book Minute this time. All right, I don't know when the next one's going to be. It seems they just kind of went off script on this one. So whatever. So this episode aired February 10th, eh? Yeah, it did. I guess that explains all the smooching because love was in the air. Oh yeah, I guess it's just before um, before Valentine's Day. Oh, it's the yeah. month of love. 
Damn, it is the, uh, yeah, this is our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, my goodness. We'll keep oh, an eye out for that. Gosh. Find a sweetie and don't try to bite her neck too hard. <laughs> Unless she asks for it. Yeah, there it is. Consent is important, kids. Yeah, our story begins with some heavy exposition from Spider-Man, who's chasing down Morbius with the help of Blade. This attracts the attention of Lieutenant Terry Lee, who tries to catch up. The odd couple lose Count Wiseau at the river, but Spidey figures out his destination, the old microchip factory. Not that kind of microchip. So we are able to finally learn what that thing on Blade's bike is. But thanks to the vampire compass on Blade's chopper. It's a vampire compass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's like, it works, but sometimes it doesn't. So it's got plot armor and convenience. Yeah. But not all the time. It does what we need it to do. It's ancient technology, but in this modern city, it doesn't work. What is stopping it? The buildings? So it's a fucking, like, cell phone? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> He's, like, tapping it. I've only got three bars. I don't know. No, oh, jeez. Well, at least we get an explanation for it, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's all secondary. Uh, Blade yeah. almost gets dusted here by an 18-wheeler. <laughs> His expression screams, I just crap these leather pants, but they're too <laughs> tight to get them off. He just has this face, which they keep cutting oh, to yeah. throughout this fucking episode. I will say there's some pretty solid web slinging. That 3D web slinging reconstruction. Yeah. Top notch. That wasn't bad. And he does it really fast at points here, which I kind of liked. And then we see the worst, the world's worst attempt at catching the flying vampire when he hits a dock. <laughs> just, uh. He gives him the old sloth arm. Just no. Yeah, he just kind of gingerly bats away at him, and then it's like, oh well, nothing I could have done. Oh well, he's he's gone forever. Oh wait, I know where he's going. I think I know where he's headed. Follow me. Yeah, but Blade says what we're all thinking. How would you know where he's going? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. It's true. Oh, I did all this behind the scenes. Uh, cause I retconned this bit so that it would make sense. Fuck you. Yep. The Van Helsing gang catch up with Morbius at the factory, but immediately get into one of their classic, should we commit murder disagreements? And then the ensuing fight has Spider-Man trying to trap Morbius while preventing Blade from making a killing blow. And then Terry Lee's arrival makes for a convenient hostage, allowing Morbius to once again get away, this time with the microchip and Spider-Man in hot pursuit. I have a thing to say about this special CPU chip that he took out of the recombinator. Go on. I don't know. CPU chips aren't generally just like, you can't just like pull them out and then slot them into something else. <laughs> Did he have time to go and like unsolder it or like take the heat sink off, wipe off the thermal paste kind of like it just, it's just some custom shit. So I don't know. You're thermal paste. <sighs> yeah, you got me. When they arrive at this building, First of all, it's EXG Electronics, and they spelled yeah. everything correctly on the sign, which is a rarity. Yeah. Um, but Spider-Man scolds Blade about his motorcycle tipping off vampires. Shut that thing off! And I kind of have to agree. Like, I think he should be on something quieter if he's going to be trying to hunt these people down, like a nice electric scooter, perhaps. Oh, that's intimidating. Oh. Rocketing into <laughs> battle like a loser tourist in Rome, you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has told me that vampires are immortal apparently i didn't know that oh you never heard that he's immortal really that's never come up before yeah i guess i've not paid attention because you know maybe these vampires uh have no idea what cars are so they just <laughs> don't know what the sound is so they just ignore it <laughs> he's like revving up behind them like what is this strange mechanical horse 
<laughs> yeah, really. Fucking Blade shoots at Morbius with his crossbow, and it's got a laser for string for some reason. What is the problem that these writers have <laughs> with string and rope? Like, everything that's string and rope has to be fucking made of lasers in this show. <laughs> we can't have nets. We can't have fucking drawstrings. It's all got to be fucking lasers. We have real nets. One real net. One real net. But they also, yeah. it shoots real arrows. Yeah. How does that work? I don't even know. Light doesn't have any mass to go and push something that has. Uh. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really make any sense. I don't know why he needs it, but <laughs> I like the fucking indignation that Blade has here when Spider-Man stops him from killing Morbius by shooting him in the back. Fool! I should have known better than to team up with you. Really? You sh- yeah, you should have known better. You guys haven't agreed on a single fucking thing. <laughs> In these episodes, why would he ever want you to do what you're just doing? It's been very clear. You both made your stance here. You're the worst odd couple ever. <laughs> Blake goes from like zero to a thousand right there. She's like, oh, sorry about that. He's like, no, you should have known better. How could I ever teamed up with you, you son of a bitch? That arrow was so expensive. <laughs> Whistler's going to be so mad at me. He beats me when I waste <laughs> our, our tools. <laughs> oh, son, I'm not going to beat you. When you get home, you're getting such a beating. (laughs) So we have Morbius and Blade with some hot leather on leather action. So much. It's fun. (laughs) Figured you weren't on top of that, Vero. It's true. When Blade throws Morbius into that pipe, this (laughs) is on the. It's almost the same level as the air conditioning unit where you're like, that hurt. That (laughs) hurt so much. You get a good sound out of that guy. (laughs) It's like a big. Yeah, that's the concussion. His brain's rattled. You could, like, make, like, a fucking tune out of it. Like, ping, 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 yeah. ping. <laughs> Boom. The, the two of them end up wrestling on the conveyor belt, and then Morbius throws the controller on top of him. I was hoping that the conveyor belt would turn on, and it was, like, one of those, oh, no, Blade's going to get shot by a laser or something, or smashed, like they do in cartoons, right. and then that's a the ticking clock. Right. Yeah. But no, it's just a Spider-Man doing a bad fight. Fucking Spider-Man actually throws a legit punch at uh, Morbius here. That's a pretty rare thing. Terry Lee shows up and she's like completely dismissed by every single person that she <laughs> yeah. like points a gun at. She ends up just like yelling at everyone and ro- like waving a gun around. Police, nobody's going anywhere till I get some questions answered. And like nobody takes her seriously. Nobody flinches when she points a gun at them. Yep. It's a laser gun. Who cares? Yeah, Morbius walks up with a fucking, like, dead-eyed stare at her and just, like, grabs her and flies away. He's like, see ya. But his his smile there when he grabs her, like, when he goes behind her, looks so fucking creepy. Like, um, it reminded me of Death Note. That's the one. It reminded me of Ryuk from Death Note. Mm, Yes. If anyone knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, Yep, shout out. Yeah. To who? <laughs> to our fans who also enjoy yeah. anime. That's fair. Nerds. Hannah. To Hannah. Yeah, I'm they, sure I Hannah knew it. Knows. <laughs> it's just Hannah. It's just Hannah. Yay. So Morbius flies up, and I like the way he calls everybody gentlemen. Very polite. I would not try anything, gentlemen. And then he drops Terry Lee. <laughs> Why does Blade insist on making this catch? Like He, he calls it. She's mine! Like he's in the outfield and he doesn't want any interference. Yeah, Spider-Man doesn't even flinch. And he has a relationship with her. He's yeah. like, eh, this would solve some problems for me. Right. 
And then Spider-Man goes, I'll meet you back at your place. When he's leaving. And Terry Lee's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they give each other a look. Like, Terry Lee's still in uh, Blade's arms when, <laughs> when he says that. And they both look at him. And then they look at each other like, uh, uh. I can explain. <laughs> it's like a fucking episode of Three's Company. Like oh. Terry's like, is that your roommate? Oh, that's or? wacky. Freeze frame fucking studio audience. Yep. There's a shot earlier where Spider-Man webs up Morbius. And Morbius' face in this scene is just kind of very weird and oddly shaped. and um, Which got me thinking, why is it does he ha- that he has a goatee? Michael Morbius didn't have one. Didn't he not? I guess not. Why did the mutation cause that? I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. His hair's the self fucking same. And why isn't his goatee uh, blue like his hair? We've talked yeah. about this and we have no explanation. All right. Moving on then. Running away then. Spider-Man catches up to Morbius and a short scuffle ensues, but the vampire again gets away with the chip. Spidey then takes a snooping Lieutenant Lee into Blade's hideout so she can get some of that sweet Malcolm McDowell backstory while he shows off his gadgets. Spidey peezes out to get some more web fluid, and Blade takes a serum-induced power nap. So first of all, when Spider-Man catches up with Morbius, he gives him such a satisfying mid-air jump kick, just wrecks him into the roof. I was like, yes. (laughs) That's what I would do. Yeah, just boom! And when Morbius has Spider-Man pinned down... Like, it's just crazy reused animation, because if you look at the background, Morbius is inside, but they're on a rooftop. Like, oh my god, yeah. guys. guys it's pretty egregious here. here. Yeah. Like, you know they've even phoned it in. They're like, fuck this saga. Uh, we're already <laughs> on season two, episode ten. Good lord, I'm I'm close to calling it quits here. But the way Morbius says, I am immortal! He literally becomes Irish. Okay. He's like, I am immortal. Like, it's so bad. Yeah, it's more of what I said last time about how he is trying to evil up his voice. And then it just puts him really off character, I think. He says, I'm blessed, I'm immortal. But he already found out that he has a bunch of weaknesses that he didn't even know he had. So what's he basing that on? He's a man of science. He should know that he's probably not immortal. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm just like, okay, buddy, you're immortal, but... You need to feast on people to live, so you're mortal. You can't mortal. even fight two good guys at once. <laughs> yeah, you need you like turn back to your normal self in the sunlight. You can't have garlic. It's true. <laughs> Spider-Man, so he runs out of webbing, and then he webs his way over to Blade's place. Uh, and then he's talking to himself and hauls up Terry Lee, who's outside of Blade's hideout, again using webbing, okay? <laughs> and then... It's really weird because he talks to her like she knew what he was saying to himself. Like it, like he hauled her up the entire length of this theater as he's talking, and then he goes, "Right, detectively," as if she could have possibly heard him. And she was perfectly fine with him doing that. She's like, "Oh, okay, I'm just getting pulled up." Oh, great! Spider-Man's doing this again. Awesome. No, she was mm-hmm. good. Since Spider-Man has the original chip in his possession, he could have crushed this new one. Right. Because Morbius doesn't know that he has the chip. Right. He crushes the chip, and now Morbius can't use the recombinator. Yeah, that's fair. But then we wouldn't have an episode. So. (laughs) (laughs) Did Terry Lee lock her car? Uh, No, she left the door open. Yeah. (laughs) That that car's gone. 
But stealing a cop car is an offense, isn't it? Isn't it? Stealing a normal car is an offense. Is an offense. But it's like, isn't it worse if it's a cop car? Actually, it's weird. Like they all kind of reconvene in the Blade HQ, and yeah. Spider-Man's in surprisingly quippy spirits here. He makes a couple of jokes. Hey, Smiley, I'd like to see you fit that on your bike. I think I'll stick to my webbing, if you'll pardon the pun. Like you should probably feel bad right now. Yeah. Blade isn't even happy that she's there. And Whistler's like, no, shut up. Whistler, fuck it, I'd listen to that guy. The guy with the cane is arguably the best fucking bod in the room. I know. Jesus. Oh my God, he's so jacked. ripped. Oh, yeah, it, his, his, his triceps are butts. Like how his a calf, when it's super ripped, is a butt. His triceps are butts. Like it's insane. Okay. And that shirt is painted on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know where he gets the fucking you know, liquid latex in that ugly mauve color, but damn, you can see everything. Oh, he sent away. <laughs> Mail order. Whistler rolls out this, like, high-tech, quote-unquote, machine that shoots the beam right at Spider-Man's dick, and he's <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> Relax, Spider-Man. It's only a force field of photosynthetic particles. Magic. Got it. Yep. Malcolm McDowell really getting his paycheck using fancy words. Yeah, like photosynthetic particles i mean i looked it up best i can everything i found related to photosynthesis yeah that's not yeah that they 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 do not use the right word there photosynthetic means something that absorbs sunlight in order to produce energy as a living like chlorophyll more like borophyll yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think they probably would have been better off as saying like ultraviolet particles even then but whatever. Particles which emit ultraviolet light would have been an easier, yeah. Radioactive science pod. <laughs> hey always learning. Spider-Man then goes, good luck fitting that on your bike. And Blade, <laughs> they cut to a quick shot of Blade's <laughs> face going, <laughs> It's like, can't even do it. it can- he literally does, <laughs> Yeah, it's just a growl. And it's like a slow, like, hey, how dare. And then Whistler's like, well, perhaps I do need to make it a little more compact. And he just goes into <laughs> some sort of inward spiral of shame that yep. he got called out by his about his machine. Just, uh, this isn't good enough. You're right. Excuse me. <laughs> just leaves their room. <laughs> Did we talk about how he gets home when he runs out of web fluid? Nope. Does he just, like, walk home? Does he take the train? Does he change into his normal clothes and then TTCs? Or, sorry, transits home? <laughs> I think... Well, he clearly has webbing because he webbed um, Terry Lee up the building. So he must just be almost out. Maybe it's his last cartridge. Yeah. yeah. So he's got to go home. Mom says I have to go home. Uh, <laughs> Mom says I can't stay over tonight. Okay, bye. There are some really <laughs> goofy fucking shots here of Terry Lee. Like, she's normally uh, a pretty good looking lady um, when it's most of the time when she's uh, being animated. But some of the close-ups of her, she's all, like, googly-eyed and shit. I don't know what's wrong with this show where if they, you know, have too many scenes of a woman, she ends up looking real fucking goofy. It happened to Mariah Crawford. Like, this is just what they do. I think it's any character. I think they are also, when they're trying to get them to be really expressive, it definitely falls into cartoonish territory. Like, she's supposed to be like, what is all this? Like, to the stake and to the hammer. Like, it's just an overreaction and i think those are relics yeah like, don't worry about that don't hurt yourself it's not a sexual thing <laughs> but it could be <laughs> it's just blades just judging her reaction to the to the tools like 
Yeah, that Blade's way of getting out of this, because Spider-Man leaves, so now it's the three of them, and he's like, mm, three's a crowd, and he just, like, fakes a seizure <laughs> yeah. so that he'll have to take some serum and get a nap. Like, yeah. he just, out of nowhere, just goes, <laughs> No, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's like, all right, I'll see you guys in an hour, and Blade's just like, no, it's so long! <laughs> I can't wait an hour! He's like a fucking toddler has been put down for a nap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blade, it's time for your serum. Now, come on, get some rest. Here you go, Blade. Take a rest, little guy. You've had a big day. It's like last week when he's like, go play with your toys. Go fix your motorcycle. Oh, yeah. The yeah. adults are talking. <laughs> so that fucking Whistler can give more backstory because that's what he does. That's what he does. And I'm like, oh, good. At least they didn't show, show us Blade's origin again. Yeah, you know what? They didn't make us stick around for it, so we're not gonna. Yep. We're out of here. Spider-Man heads home and discovers Morbius sacking his room looking for another blood sample. The vamp then heads over to the Daily Bugle to hunt for Peter Parker himself. Peter gets grilled about it by Robbie and JJ, and promises them photos of the vampire responsible for the plasma crisis. He's given 24 hours to deliver, that's a ticking clock, people, and a newspaper delivery van to use in his schemes. He's like, he's so worried, because his spider sense goes off at his house. He looks for Aunt May, and he's like, nah, just passed out drunk on the couch in an upright (laughs) sitting position like any old Tuesday. (laughs) Or just like, ah, Aunt May, just where I left her. (laughs) Like, any normal person would be like, that looks like a problem. Like, maybe she has an opiate problem, like, addiction. Like, nope, classic Meg. She's just there on the couch with the lights on. Yeah, yeah, the fact that the lights are on, she's listening to her stories, I guess. Yeah, she's got high heels on. She fell asleep waiting for her date. She got stood up, oh no. Her date with Anna Watson? Oh. Yeah, maybe. You know what? They actually have a pretty effective flashback here, where they show us how the whole Morbius thing went down pretty quickly yeah and it effectively explains why he wants the blood so a rare good flashback for the show well it was a pretty cool transformation that they made on him it's like right away it would have been really good if we saw that initially because they obviously animated it at some point but it's just like Mm -hmm. michael morbius into the vampire in like a second and it looks pretty vicious and menacing it's pretty cool yeah it is pretty neat I mean, Spider-Man just kind of watches him leave. Like, he doesn't even bother to tail him or anything. He just lets him go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a, a maybe not the best idea. So he ends up at the Daily Bugle, and he's just ransacking somebody's office. And yeah. this fucking security guard <laughs> walks up. First of all, he's got an Irish accent, it seems like, for some reason. Maybe because he's kind of an authority figure, and it's a cartoon. So they're like, Irish cops, let's go. Yep. And... <laughs> It's a, it's a classic, like, isn't it? It's a trope. Yeah, it's a classic stereotype. And he, like, peeps into the office. He's like, oh, uh, Mr. Robertson, I didn't hear you come in. Like, you mistook Michael Morbius <laughs> the vampire for Robbie Robinson. <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> but also, was, was Morbius naked? Because his arm comes out. He's not wearing the duster on his sleeves. But then later he's when you see him. his sleeves rolled. Yeah, but not that far up. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to go and feel the space. Yeah, he, is he, he might be nude. Yeah, just say. Yeah, they, I have a screenshot here of him. His hand is fully extended. 
and like you can see almost to his shoulder, and it's just skin. Yeah, but at least we got this quick scene with JJ. Yep, it's all gonna be okay. Someone should write a song about that. It's all gonna be okay. Cause we got some triple J. <laughs> some nerd. Vero. <laughs> hey, I tried. <laughs> so he just kind of molests them and then runs away. <laughs> so that's that. But I do like that Triple J just stands his ground. Where is Parker? Who the heck are you? Face to face with this monster man coming right at him. And he's like, hey, who are you? <laughs> he's just like, you're not on payroll. Why are you here? Like, just Yeah, he's so used. He just like, makes him mop up and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just have to get rid of this damn need for plasma. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Plasma, plasma. If you got time to leave, you got time to clean. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just starts fucking mopping. Triple J has been in situations like these high stakes situations before. He knows how to keep his cool. Whatever you do, keep your cool. Don't I always, Robbie? Yeah, man. Get to deal with Dr. Octopus. True. Yeah, so like it immediately kind of smash cuts to them grilling Peter. I guess Peter just sort of showed up. Yeah. Um, and first of all, JJ has a sweet little joke here. I loved oh, yeah. it. Why was that refugee from an Anne Rice novel looking for you? Well, that's pretty clever. I like that. Yeah. He And he even recognizes how much of a fucking 1D character Morbius is. The fact that he's even like, this this loser. This <laughs> yeah, what Anne the fuck Rice, is this? Yeah, this oh, Anne man. Rice wannabe. Anne Rice was so hot in the 90s. Yeah. It, you know what? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Interview yeah. with a Vampire had just come out, probably. Yep. Everybody was mm-hmm. talking about Lestat. Mm. Yeah, it, Lestat was on everyone's lips. Um... <laughs> Peter has some, uh, has some, <laughs> he's pretty conniving here. Oh, I yeah. Say. No, for sure. He's a smarmly guy. Why don't I just fire you? Because I'm about to get you the picture of the century. Picture of what, smart mouth? Of the living vampire that's really behind all the trouble at ESU. Well, that is, if you keep me up. Yeah, he plays it really cool. And, yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that. He even talks his way into getting a, uh, himself something to help complete their plan here, mm-hmm. which is pretty clever. But again, Triple J, so fucking good. It's like, oh, I'm going to need something from you. What? It better not be money. <laughs> money, 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 money. Money, money, money. He can't be offered. He can't be spending his money left, right, and center. He can't be given that. It's better not be a loan. Yeah, you don't get rich by writing checks. That's a good point. He also puts in a very valid threat and point about Peter being kind of shitty for the last two weeks. Like, Robbie's like, yo, where are you where have you been? And then Jonah's like, you let us down again. You're toast. You're done. They bad cop, good cop him here. He's making a good, they're making valid points though. You can't keep a job like doing what the fuck he's been doing, but he has reasons, but he just can't say. I didn't think he was a staff photographer. I thought he was freelance. You can still get fired. Can't you from freelance? Well, you can, they could stop accepting you, but if you're on payroll, that means you're like on staff. Like it's not freelance. Yeah. I don't know. They haven't. Really, it's been a. It's been a shady area in the series. They never really have addressed it before. But something to keep an eye on for continuity purposes. Write this down, somebody. That's not me. All right. Let's say I did that. But also, Jonah Wink. goes and says, "Boy, boy." It's kind of a hard B. He drops the most patronizing boy. Like yeah. he. And like, if you get if you get called boy by Ed Asner, whew, it's gonna stick with you, boy. Yeah, that's uh it was not uh it was not a friendly boy. Yeah, jeez. It was it was almost as bad as uh, Uncle Ben's Did You Think It'd Be Easy Boy? Did you think things were gonna be easy, boy? Huh? Did you? One the last thing I wanna say about this scene is like 
they keep switching between like JJ and Peter in their conversations. And it just seems they gave up on trying to draw the backgrounds because like Peter's in this random orange background. JJ's in this random gray one. It's just like, okay, you're in an they office. They make it into an anime fight. <laughs> yeah. It, the scene ends with him driving away in a delivery truck that's used to uh, presumably uh, distribute the Daily Bugle. So it's a delivery truck used to distribute a tabloid. Does that make it a prattle van? I don't get it. Huh? Because, like, you know, when pointless talk is prattle, and it's like a van. So it's a prattle oh. van. So huh. it's a prattle van. No, prattle van. <laughs> and then you'd be like, prattle van. Speculate what celebrities have gained weight recently. <laughs> prattle van. Distribute on my signal. Prattle van. Another funny third thing. Prattle van. Make up vague horoscopes that apply to anyone. <laughs> they have that uh, headline. It's like Spider-Man and Vampire written by Ned Leeds. They should already just get Ned Leeds in this fucking series already. I don't know yeah, if where's Ned Leeds? He's fucking out there getting the scoops. He doesn't take time off to fuck around. Listen, after the Daily Bugle lost their best reporter, a.k.a. Brock, uh, Ned Leeds jumped on that opportunity. It has been rock- like walking that pavement ever since. He's yeah. rocking a Brock? He's rock. He's taken over for Brock. He's rocked Brock's territory. <laughs> rock, Brock. Brock, and roll. Brock. Brock, Brock. Brock, Brock, Brock. 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 Peter Parker takes the Prattle van to Blade's hideout to finish their backstory crap and put a plan to action. Peter then heads home to bait Morbius, but is forced to break up with Mary Jane when she shows up to get her to safety. Morbius attacks, but Peter baits him into the back of the van where he gets a zapping from Whistler's doodad. Naturally, it overheats, May is taken hostage, and Morbius heads to ESU to get the blood sample that he needs. I thought we were done with Blade's origin. Yeah, it's literally just an excuse to get Malcolm McDowell to say stuff. They're like, oh, max out his paycheck. Say it again. Yeah, we already paid him. Here's Let's your $2. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was a star-ish. I, th- I don't Clock think so. Orange. I think he had a resurgence. He had a resurgence in the 90s. He definitely, as he got older, became yeah. like a kind of a creepy white guy that could do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Actually, to your point, Peter... In the previous episode, they made it clear that he was given up as a baby. Yeah. And he should know nothing about his mother at all, but he has a photo, (laughs) and they say he was devastated when she abandoned him. Like, he was devastated as a newborn? Well, the thing about that is... (laughs) End scene! No, 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 we're not done with this. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, like, he probably was devastated when he found out he was adopted sure and then they're like oh yeah your mom gave you up sorry she didn't love you okay bye they have the photo there of blade's mom and it's the same outfit that she wore when she gave him up like did she just go and take a picture before (laughs) she took a fucking selfie like she's like hashtag freedom um obviously the show has taught us anything it's that people only have one outfit it's just their uniform and that's it (laughs) hashtag fourth trimester oh god (laughs) she went and got uh, passport photos done because she was leaving and she 
with she left one with the blade in his bassinet or whatever it was. Or the orphanage sure. so that they could constantly point to it and be like, yeah. She abandoned you, you That's suck. That's the one who didn't love you very much. Yeah. Maybe the maybe she did a whole thing at Sears Portrait Studio. That was big at the time. Probably. <laughs> Abandon your baby um, special. <laughs> I love that uh, Peter shows up and the he walks in. Blade of, like springs on him, puts him in you know an arm lock or whatever. Yeah. Who are you? What are you doing here? And Terry Lee vouches for him. He does know Spider-Man. He's cool. The single best line <laughs> may excuse all of this horse shit we've had to deal with with all of this because of this line where knowing Spider-Man does not make him cool. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, nerd. it does. <laughs> no, yes, it, it does. does. Whatever. Yes, it does. <laughs> Oh, man. He never really gives a reason, though, why Spider-Man is not involved in the ambush. This is the worst part about this, is there's no... Like, this scene and then the subsequent follow-up to what happens after the mission, Spider-Man doesn't even have an answer as to why he's not there. Peter could have just lied, like, oh, there's a jailbreak, or oh, there's a bank robbery. Oh, no, she's a cop. She might hear over the radio. Yep. To be like, oh, he's distracted with something else. Yeah. That's pretty much inexcusable. What were you doing? Right. Yeah. Spinning webs? the fuck he, make yeah. it, he caught something he caught something in his web he had to eat it yeah sure <laughs> this whole bit where they're at peter's house again it, super uncomfortable while he's breaking up with mj yeah it's the worst i feel bad about that oh it's the classic like he's just get out of here get out of here and he breaks he hurts her feelings yeah i'm yeah. sad for her and mj's like you know what i like it she doesn't cut any pull any punches she's just peter with you it's always a little later I won't deal with that anymore. Is it is it Felicia? All right, I'm out. Like, yeah, yeah, we had something. Good for her. She doesn't deserve to be treated like that. Yeah, man. You only live once. You deserve someone who loves you. Listen, she's not down for games. It play it plays into her character that she would be like that, right? She's very like f- at front because of her dad yeah. and stuff. She's just like, tell me the truth. Let's do this. But that fucking line of like, okay, it is Felicia. Kind of fucking backfired here. Because now Morbius is like, you will never have Felicia. He was he was straight peeping it. And this is the second time that he's uh, seen Peter link to Felicia yeah. while he's been creeping in the shadows. So he totally believes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. He was there when he was getting his dick sucked in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was jacking it in the trees. <laughs> I just it's funny. Morbius is sitting on the rooftop and he's watching this breakup, not realizing that he's the reason they're breaking up. And he's just like, yeah. oh, like, oh, Peter, that's <sighs> this is rough. <laughs> Peter, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts. Women, eh? Oh, just plasma bags. <laughs> well, why don't you be a bro and get me your blood? <laughs> Sorry, not to kick you while you're down, but I, I'm going to take the blood and <laughs> some of your plasma. Actually, I'm just going to eat your face. Forgive me. Peter's pretty good at playing dumb, though. Yeah, I guess so. I thought he was pretty bad. Oh, no, what? you're an immortal vampire? Who are Who you? Are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Oh, it was pretty good. Did you see the pic of uh, Triple J on the van, though? It's so poorly done. Yeah. yeah, they phoned that one in. So Morbius gets zapped. It lasts about, oh four seconds before it overheats quality piece of machinery right there whistler thank you yep and then aunt may just walks outside like (laughs) peter 
want me? What's going on? Fucking ears of a bat for these last two episodes. Like Peters could scream his lungs out before and have a tree pushed over in the front yard. Yep. And she's just doop, 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 doing the fucking dishes. And now this small commotion wakes her up from this blackout that she was in. Like, also, that tree from the Venom episode that uh, he pushed over and, and Peter put back into place. Yeah. Like, it's gone now. So I guess he really did, like, kill the roots and it just fell over in a windstorm. (laughs) Hire an arborist, kids. Morbius, taking a page out of Peter Parker slash Spider-Man's pun vocabulary, dropping the dead serious. I wrote that down, too. It was pretty funny. It It was a good use of it. I was like, yeah. It's like, you just, this guy does, this guy doesn't stop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he loves it now yeah. he's just he's so happy with himself yeah. he has this stupidest smile yeah. the whole After episode he he's too. loving so it well he oh, is man. immortal i don't know if you've heard yeah yeah it turns oh, out man, write that down so we don't forget <laughs> uh, so once aunt may steps outside she immediately gets scooped up by morbius which freaks out peter of course uh and they obviously are trying to make her very afraid and mm-hmm. she like passes out from the fright immediately but the way they animate it, it really comes off more aroused. Oh, <laughs> they take the time to animate her tits quite a bit. Oh god. She's got these like little looks that she gives uh Morbius that hinted something else. She's really playing the like nineteen twenties damsel in the vampire movies role. Like if she was if she could have been in a nighty, she would have been. She's looking at Peter like, let this play out. Let this play out. <laughs> yeah, let this play out. <laughs> to be fair, Vero, she should be in a fucking nightgown at this point and in bed sleeping on the couch, passed out from the booze. Yeah, if she wasn't fucking gin to the nines. Uh, playing the Uncle Ben drinking game again. Yep. Jesus Christ. Fucking, you drink until Uncle Ben comes home. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, you never win. <laughs> you don't you just do a little better every time. What? <laughs> Peter's solution is like, oh yeah, I have the blood at ESU. And why didn't Morbius go to ESU first? That's where he got the original blood sample from. Like, Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that have been like your first place to check? To be fair, last time he went to ESU, he got his ass kicked by a man spider. So maybe he's afraid to go back. Mm, yeah. Also, nah, right. he's seen Spider-Man since then. He didn't um, know that the man spider was Spider-Man. Yeah, he does. He calls him Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Yeah, he does. So, Morbius' last resort is to literally just go and ask Peter Parker. <laughs> I need a sample of that neogenically treated blood you created. <laughs> so <Yeah>. fucking sad. <laughs> Which he could have just done in the first place, to be fair. Like, why don't you just go and ask him what's Peter got to do? Like, is this prize still up? For grabs? Because no one has mentioned, has mentioned it in like four episodes. I think it's a little beyond that. Because there's like nobody left. Everyone's just fucking passed out from lack of plasma. <laughs> I guess. There was only six people that showed up to the fucking police thing. <laughs> One of which was Doc Connors and he's not even a student. Yeah. And the Neogenic Recombinator is always missing. So their key piece of equipment for this contest is just constantly on the fritz or gone yeah we're actually just gonna shut down the lab yeah Yeah, that's uh, about it um pretty much everybody is getting killed from this competition i'm sorry um we're done blade and terry lee stock up back at base and then go to work getting to first base 
Spider-Man shows up to kink shame them, and then an argument dissolves the partnership, sending each of them hunting Morbius alone. Meanwhile, Morbius drugs up Aunt May and prepares the Recombinator for making some vamps. Whistler, Whistler talks too much. Sex a whole fucking lot. Yeah. There's a thing there, here. Wait, hold on. Yeah, a lot of smooching in this episode, just like you said, bro. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's a good smooch. Like, Terry Lee sees her opening with Blade being all, I have no feelings, this is war. And she was like, I'll give you feelings. Here they are. Boom. Yeah. So, it's like, that's it? They've known each other for, like, five minutes. Like, Terry well, Lee's just- They're adults! They work fast. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. She's 30-something. She's uh, She doesn't have a lot of time. She's a career woman. She knows what's up. Blade's obviously- Half vampire might be over like a hundred years old. We don't know. He's been nothing but a dick to her. He saved uh, he her saved when her she, f- yeah. Uh huh. And then was just like, "You have an interesting way of saying thank you." <laughs> he wasn't wrong. That's he, fair. I mean, she did point a gun in his face. That's fair. And he didn't hold it against her, but he does hold oh. something else against her right here. Oh. Boom. He is packing, not uh-huh. a laser crossbow. And he's packing ice water in his veins. Once again, these people are defeated by words. Blade is just brought to fucking tears. Oh, yeah. She just mother drops on him, mm-hmm. and, he, and he's, like, blown to pieces. Have you forgotten how you felt when you lost your mother? She said the M word. Yeah. He goes, yeah, from fucking, from devastated about his, and thinking about his mother to smooching her in 12 seconds. Nice. <laughs> I've got a really weird boner right now. So, so Spider-Man shows up, and then at least Blade is the, you know, common sense to be like, well, where were you? Yep. And he's like, there's no time for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he literally is like, it's fine. Whatever. Hand Don't worry waves about it. it away. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Spider-Man gets all smashy again. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. like vintage lab Spider-Man. Yep. <laughs> Give me what I want. It's always Smash. the open hand Smash. slap when he's clearing a table, too. <laughs> well, they ought to let him know it's it's discipline. <laughs> I prefer the two arm sweep. Right. You know? I feel like that's more aggressive than a, a casual slap. I wanted the full turn the table over from the squat position that he did to the lab bench. Just ah, flip well, the whole thing over. He does throw a blade pretty hard here. Uh, I kind of liked it because it was like sort of established. Like, no, fucking Spider-Man's still strong as fuck. Get out of my face with that. Spider-Man's strong? Never heard. I've never heard uh, such allegations. Huh. Look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> Get these vampires out of here. Spider-Man's still stronger. The vampire? I don't know. I don't think vampires are stronger than Spider-Man. I don't think they are either. But this epi- this episode and series currently has made us believe that Morbius is fucking stronger than him. I think he's a match me. for him, which is uncommon. Sorry, Blade or Morbius? Morbius. Blade is half, so I could see him not being as What strong. I feel like with Morbius is uh, they they yo-yo it. And uh, that one I'm more willing to forgive because I think it's like it's how recently he fed. Yeah, it's true. Because like yeah. when he fights him earlier and when he met him, you know, after he suckered that jerk in, he had just fed and then he fought him and Morbius was kicking his ass. And then later, he hadn't fed in a little while, and he'd been flying around a lot, so Spider-Man's stronger. And so Morbius has to run away. I, I kind of, yeah. I'm okay with that. I, you know what I mean? Yep. That that gives it a logic, an internal logic, and it makes it defeatable. So I'm, I'm cool with that. So, Kevin. Yes, Peter? Spider-Man goes, goes slinging and lands on a building. And the time displayed on the building is 2.05 a.m. 
Correct. Is it time for Kevin's time rant rant time? Oh, God, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> uh, it would be if that was not a reused shot from the original Craven episode. Oh, my God. So I've actually already commented on that exact thing in the past. So you'll have to go back and check out our episode about Craven, uh, and not the Craven and Morbius episode, even older than that, uh, to find out what I thought. But in this instance, <laughs> actually, I think it does come into play very slightly, but not until the next scene. So I will bring it up. Ooh. Um, and then they cut to a scene of uh, May lying on a bed in a warehouse in the pale moonlight. <laughs> Passed out. Not the Passed first out. time... Uh, she spent a night on a dirty mattress in a warehouse. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. She's a party girl. <laughs> oh, this brings me back to the 70s. Oh, geez. This made me think of something else. How do we know that's not the chameleon? Wait, he just, what? He's been Aunt May this entire time. <laughs> you know what? That's how he got out of jail. That's amazing. That's <laughs> No, I'm she's fucking. Not the... She's the one who knit Shocker a new suit. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. The suit's so good. But damn, this purling is. That's excellent stitching. Very nice. Thank you, Mrs. Parker. He's like, Chameleon, how did you know how to stitch so well? I was like, I told you I'm Mrs. Parker. Oh, He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. She actually thrives on the inside. She just, you know, she's good with routine. So they call her the they call, they call her the ant inside. <laughs> like she's got some sort of like code name. It's her prison like, name. I do like that they uh they throw in there the quick little line that says that uh Morbius apparently administered a sedative to May. That sedative I've given you should keep you out of my way. Like, yeah. yeah, she's chock full of fucking sedative already, buddy. It's called, like, high-proof gin. Like, she doesn't really need your help. But does he think of her as that much of a threat? Yeah, and then I he know. says, like, he's already fed. Like, oh, yeah, like, May's a real good meal, I'm sure. He has to sedate her because she's just, like, she's just so annoying. Like, she's oh, just look. rubbing against him and yeah. shit like a cat. Morbius, look at, look at my neck. Look at all these veins. Yeah. Oh, you could be my Lestat. Spider-Man stakes out Felicia Hardy's place, deducing that Morbius will come for her. His vigil is off the rails immediately when he sees Harry Osborne and Mary Jane Watson making out in the street after a date. Morbius once again swoops in on Parker's girl, carrying her off to his lair at the docks. So Peter's best friend has been asking Mary Jane out like these- For months. For months? <sighs> I've been asking you out for months with no luck. Well, what made you finally say yes? That's what friends do. Harry- you're his, Peter's best friend. Doesn't fucking sound like it. You're Peter's best friend who has nonstop been sending me dick pics. And this is 1993 or whatever, so <laughs> you have been mailing them to me, which I think is a crime. <laughs> They're Polaroids, and I don't appreciate it. Tasteful, though. I only knew it was you because your pubic hair also has that weird wavy <laughs> pattern. <laughs> oh, my god! So it was pretty And your clear. dick has a giraffe neck, just like your real neck. Isn't that a good thing for a dick, though? No, it's like too long. Is that, um, okay, Vero. Anyway, fucking Harry and his giraffe neck go in for the smooch. Oh, jeez. It's like they knew that Peter was watching. Harry's like, I'm gonna go for this kiss right now. 
You can tell she's not really that into it either. No, she's doing it out of spite. Uh, yeah. So MJ is just like, Harry, I'll never forget how you bravely tried to protect me from that man spider creature. Did he? Was it brave? <laughs> he just got pushed over. I guess <laughs> he got it pushed was slightly. the act of it, I guess. I don't just know. one hand slapped. Just eh, <laughs> eh, by the man spider. Yeah. Also, Mary Jane looks here like her bangs were cut by a drunk toddler with safety scissors. What the <laughs> fuck is happening with that? Well, those yeah. things won't even cut butter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking hack job. So they pan back to Felicia's apartment, of course, asleep with shoes on, on the couch. And 2 a.m. Got those shoes on. <laughs> She's always ready. Story checks out. Story checks out. She's always ready to bolt at a moment's notice to a party or what have you. And... Again, the classic vampire imagery. He's like in the door with the curtains going, and he t- he brings up their one kiss again. It feels like an eternity since we kissed in the bell tower. And it's like, man, how good was that kiss? Was that his first kiss ever? Well, it's sort of romantic. It's in a tower. I think it basically comes to the point that Morbius is a stage five clinger. He's got one kiss, and he's obsessed. Maybe it was his first kiss. Yeah. Don't know. Well, they keep telling each other that they love each other, so what the fuck? Yeah, they're all about this love. And then she sees his piggy nose and is like, oh, no, bail out, bail out. Yeah, maybe you're not such a fucking god if every woman that looks at you passes out, eh, buddy? <laughs> uh-huh. And then uh, Felicia's like, Who, who's there? I'm like, you don't know your boyfriend's own voice? Like, his voice is the one thing that hasn't changed in this entire <laughs> series. It would be great if she was just like, Flash Thompson? Like, <laughs> like, everybody can't tell the difference between Michael Morbius and Flash Thompson. <laughs> very funny, Flash Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just very funny, Flash. And then Morbius is just standing there talking. If you look at it, he's standing there talking without moving his lips behind the curtain. Yeah, they got lazy. Morbius just flies off with her unconscious body. Fucking Spider-Man realizes that he has totally been asleep at the wheel and then tries to web after him. He's like, I got to stay with him. Got to keep on his tail and I don't, so I don't lose him. And then immediately loses him. Yeah, immediately. Oh, shucks. Wait, come back. Well, I mean, he's trying his best, but like, fuck. So when he eventually makes it there, are we assuming he just webbed his whole way there and figured it out on it by himself or... He's just way too far back. I guess he sees him in the distance, but like, it's not He's great. like, I'll make it. <laughs> well, where exactly did he go? We'll have to find out in the next scene. Morbius starts grandstanding for a horrified Felicia Hardy, and Blade and Lieutenant Lee arrive at the docks, nearly falling into a super sophisticated trap. Morbius attacks, but is quickly chained up by Blade, who was talked out of killing him by Lieutenant Lee. Spider-Man shows up and gets involved, but it just lets Morbius escape into the hatch of the ship to start the transformation. Really? A broken board? What's next? Flying paint cans? Maybe a heated doorknob? Is Morbius the new Home Alone? Basically. Yeah. Can you imagine him being like... Okay, I've got my lair. I have unconscious woman I stole from Parker's house. And now I will loosen this board. Yeah, I think that was fucking pure chance. Like, it's it's not. I don't think he set it up. That's a terrible thing. He's just trying to make her feel better. Yeah, like, oh, no, it was a trap. You didn't just fall out of You're board. You're not a you terrible idiot. police person. It's fine. Fucking, 
She's not even like thinking here. They arrive at the docks and she's like, what are we doing here? Oh, I don't know, Terry Lee. Definitely not looking for this fucking vampire layer, right? I will say when uh, Blade uh, pulls up again, that baseline whatever riff that plays whenever Blade's on his chopper is so sweet. So I guess Blade's vampire compass is working, though. Yeah, because he got away from those buildings. Yeah, maybe. he's on the docks. So it's more effective. It's effective when he needs so it to what be. What does it track? Vampires. But how? Magic. No, it might be magic. So Blade gets there, and there's a padlock and chain on the gate to the docks. Uh-huh. And even though he has a fucking lightsaber, <laughs> they animate him kicking this thing, and the fucking lock and chain shatter with just a boot. Like, Blade is very why? strong. No, he's not that fucking strong. It doesn't make any sense. Just have him cut the thing. It doesn't. Ugh. I know. So I was dumb. like, oh, maybe he's showing off for Terry Lee. He's like, look, Terry, kick. This is what you have in store for you later. While Morbius is talking to Felicia, he drops the uh, immortal thing again. Uh huh. But it is also true that I am immortal. I don't know if you've heard this, but <laughs> I'm immortal. <laughs> yeah, we get it, bro. Take a pill. It's cool. Yes, but hear me out. I'm immortal. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah, anything that anybody says to him, like, oh, counterpoint, I'm immortal. Counterpoint, yeah. can't be killed. See ya. <laughs> and then she's like, um, hand suckers, I'm all right. <laughs> Morbius hears them coming after trying to plead with Felicia that, like, team death side is the right side. Um, and Blade actually kind of kicks his ass. This whole series yeah, yeah, has been very easily. This whole series has been Blade basically getting the upper hand, and then someone being like, "No, no, wait, stop!" <laughs> and he, like, I could see yeah. him being a very efficient vampire hunter because he clearly is kicking ass. Mm-hmm. I kind of buy it because that's what he does. Like, he is a vampire hunter, and uh, Morbius is a new vampire, so he's not used to it. You know, like he's he's not good at this yet. So it makes sense that the experienced one would kick the ass of the inexperienced one. That said, they make Blade just this, like, awesome, you know, unstoppable dude. I feel like there's a little bit of, uh... He's, like, too OP. Yeah. Well, because then Terry Lee's like, let me take him into custody. I was like, really, Terry? Now? No. He's not going to prison. He's a vampire. But then Terry Lee cuts to the core of Blade again. She drops the Yo Mama She card. reads him like a book. Yeah, and then he's like, perhaps... You are right. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, but not before fucking flashing back to his own abandonment yep. from a third-person perspective. Yeah. They, like, overlay his face with him being given up as a child. Like, how did you know that? How are you seeing this? I don't know. It's his imagination. It can't be his true. He would be the baby. He spent his whole life picturing that moment in his head, so that's why he's, like, third-party drone. Yeah. That's what I think. There happened to be a fucking mirror up there so he could get a good look at his own fucking abandonment. Yeah. When um, Lieutenant Lee fell through the boards on the dock, it kind of reminded me of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they had to fight the Super Shredder underneath the dock and he's like hitting the poles out underneath. I don't know. Reminded me of that Always Sunny in Philadelphia one where they go to the Jersey Shore and then those hobos are fucking under the dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they hate the Jersey Shore now. <laughs> yeah. So yep. good. Blade has his moment of humanity mm-hmm. and then Spider-Man kicks him in the back. <laughs> yeah. Which I like a lot. Yep. 
That's all. Everyone kicks in the back. That's what he does. So he gives even a, there's a moment of chagrin at least. He says, Great. Why don't I ever look before I leap? Morbius then releases a bunch of pipes. I guess this is a pipe ship. Yep. At them. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, and then heads into his little hatch yep. to start, you know, to, to, to get help or to transform Felicia. Spider-Man and Blade try to pry open the hatch while Morbius powers up the Recombinator. After an emotional heart-to-heart, he pinky swears he'll get help for realsies this time, but falling debris nearly turns the radiation on Felicia. Morbius takes the hit, turning into a giant man-bat. A fight ensues, with Spidey narrowly saving Aunt May from getting zapped and man-bat flying off into the night. Does Morbius even know what's going to be happening to her if he blasts her with the... uh... Neogenic Recombinator. Yeah, he's trying to repeat the thing he did to himself. Yeah, but he doesn't have any. He doesn't have a bat, and he doesn't have any blood. Is it because of all the mathematical analysis he did on it with all his if statements? I presume that he does have the blood. Where did he get Peter Parker's blood? From his locker at ESU. The explanation is it. He wasn't lying. He didn't think on his feet. He just wanted Aunt May back, so he told him the truth. I have some more in my locker. Yeah, that's fair. And they just. Didn't bother to show him going to get it, and because that's a boring scene, we yeah. don't need it. Maybe he's like constantly doing blood tests to monitor his mutation, so that's why he has more in his locker. Maybe just I, actually, I feel like he might have had more blood there, just because he hasn't been back because he's been so busy with man spidering. Oh yeah, just just too busy being a horrible monster. It's monster, monster. I was gonna say, <laughs> oops. Turns out that uh, Blade and Spider Man could have just you know let Felicia talk this one down. And it would have been fine. Instead, they basically <laughs> caused the entire problem with the rest of this episode. Just, up, oh, turn on, inadvertently turn on the Recombinator. And now we have a man bat. Yeah, I got no sympathy for fucking Morbius here, though, because he's already, like, done the, oh, I need to get help. I need to have this stopped routine, like, 18 times already. True. And he's just ended up draining some asshole of plasma and flying off into the night every single time. So like when he says, Oh yeah, like I'm going to do it for you. He already had that opinion earlier. He already said he was going to do this for her. So I, I really don't give a fuck if that's what he's saying now, because I don't believe it. So I'm like, yeah, he got zapped. Good. I don't care. As long as this is over. He's like a bad plasma addict. Like he's like a legitimate addict where he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get clean. Yeah, I'll get like clean. He's like a fucking And then the second he gets right. a hit of that plas, that sweet, sweet plas. Sweet plas. Does this does the recombinator have like a fucking hair trigger? Yeah, apparently <laughs> now it has a hair trigger. It's the most yeah. resilient machine ever, but inadvertently turns on. Yeah, it's been through so much. It was this one last chunk of fucking steel that hits it. Yeah. Also, that's Turn not how on. beams work. Like he can't stand in front of it and then take the brunt of a laser. Like it's not a laser. Is it like an X-ray? Like what kind? Like well, it's 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 just like a beam of radiation that hits him. So it seems that like I, like I said earlier, just like the, everyone's greatest weakness is their feelings. As Morbius gets taken down to a blubbering baby when he's just like, "You are right. I do love you, Felicia. Ah, I'm a monster. Yep. Look at my nose." <laughs> Muscles don't make you strong. Friendship does. We all saw the same musical, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. The 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 neogenic recombinator starts zapping along, and he throws himself in front, and he takes his the hit, which is what transforms him. But 
he starts screaming and uh it's a pretty great probably his best vocal performance uh as morbius i would mm-hmm, argue mm-hmm. um and i think it's because they use this in a flashback or like the recap in later episodes a bunch or maybe i just saw this episode as logic as a kid but that fucking yell where he's like i will love you always fucking that sticks with oh me. really like, i i remember that so vividly yeah he knows it's game over and he's like I, I did this for you and i will always remember you i was like that's deep i mean i also caused all this yeah. but well, yeah. don't don't think about Meanwhile, it too spider-man and blade are just like watching this happen like they didn't even turn <laughs> off the <laughs> i expect him to pull out a fucking him to pull out a camera and just take <laughs> just a picture like, neat what a scoop <laughs> blade's like what the fuck are you doing he's like shh it's fine like, science shut up i gotta document this it's so weird it'd be funny if blade like reached over to turn off the machine spider-man slapped his hand away like no no let's play out no i already lost mj <laughs> i need to make some inroads here did you guys notice how fucking shiny blade is <laughs> he's his hair is so shiny he's just no, like not his, he's not real his hair. greasy his uh his suit but like for some reason blade is like super shiny it's pleather instead of leather i guess that's just supposed to be the glow yeah maybe the, uh, the recombinator but man bad has some fucked up feet yeah they're yeah. like the clawy hands and he picks up he gives a uh, spider-man the old quad ride yeah so <laughs> what yeah he just decides to fucking like snag spider-man and blade jumps on his back and they just fly out of there as the recombinator's swinging around towards Aunt At the May. speed of one fucking degree per minute of rotation, just... Yeah, it's 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 not a pressing matter. I just, want, I just wanted May to get the fucking recombinator right there, but... <laughs> what if she turned, like, 20 years younger? I mean, that's, like, a vulture thing, but... She's, like, a sexy vampire. Yeah, we have no like, idea. That's what this series needs, is, like, a fucking boobarell character. <laughs> Peter's sexy aunt, he comes home and he's like, whoa... <laughs> It just turns into Marissa Tomei. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we all know what you were looking for here, Vero. Uh, yeah, so they get flown away, and I do like his, like, spider strength pep talk to himself. That was kind of cool. If ever my spider strength meant anything at all, this is that time! I think they that goes into a bunch of recaps as well, because I remember that pretty well, too. Um, so he's able to save Aunt May, which is, you know, we all expected that. But <laughs> fucking Blade, again... Body checks man bad into the wall. Pretty good move there. Knocks him off into another boat, which shatters for some reason. I don't think boats would normally shatter like that, but what the fuck do I know? And then <laughs> he's like, Your time is finished, vampire. Accept that fate. <laughs> and the fucking bat's just like, Nah, I can fly, you idiot. <laughs> he just takes off. I absolutely love that as a resolution. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, I have the high ground. You have no... Ch- Oh, he can fly. Gosh. Oh, oh I shouldn't have been using a sword. Oh, I have so many guns. And- oh, they're all on my motorcycle. I don't know, Frank. Oh, no. These are some pretty big toys. <laughs> Fucking Punisher slides in. Battle all of a sudden, just you see oh. a huge explosion. Man Bat falls into the water and is Battlevan. Battlevan comes up out of the water and bites him. For some reason. Ba- Return of the Battlevan. He's like alive it says, again. The end? Question mark. <laughs> Where, man? Morbius flies away and then Spider-Man immediately sees his opening with Felicia as he says, This power setting completely merged his genetic code with bat DNA. 
I'll never be human again. My, my take was that she's like, wait. She's like, oh, Michael, he's so, he's, I'm so sad. And then Peter goes, or Spider-Man goes, oh, well, he'll never be human again. And she's like, oh, wait, really? Oh, thank God. And she's like, he was so clingy. I can't get over it. He, that hair, so greasy. I didn't know how to break up with him. And then he went in a coma. And then I was tagged as his girlfriend. What the fuck? <laughs> There's not even a readout on that thing. If you remember, it had to be hooked up to a computer for you to get any information. So he just like pushes a couple of random buttons. He's like, yeah, he'll never be human again. And he immediately starts grinding his fucking spandex clad junk against her. He's like, I'm so sorry, Miss Hardy. <laughs> or he's like, I'm so sorry, Miss Hardy. You know who's single? Peter, I hear that guy's on the market. Looks like... Yeah, you should really get back with your old dude. <laughs> <laughs> he won't turn into a man bat? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, like Spidey doesn't even fucking... Like, he doesn't even bother to check on Aunt May to do <laughs> this either. <laughs> he like catches her, dumps her back on the dirt mattress. He's like, yeah, I gotta go. I see this opening, I gotta take it. Sorry, May. <laughs> You're fucked. Go back to your old boyfriend. You want a grand niece, don't you? I'm a superhero. You can dress me. See ya. Don't you hate me with all your heart and soul now? I hate Spider-Man for doing this to Michael. I hate him with all my heart and soul. I saw the Oh, news. but you're just letting me hug you now? Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man says that the power setting he had it set to um, changed his entire, combined his entire molecular structure with a bat. And I'm like, what power setting was that? On? <laughs> like I don't think he turned it to any more anything more powerful. Like, yeah, that's what it does. It's yeah. like slight that's a, that's mutation, complete merger with DNA. Those are the two settings. That's it. Yeah. What well, was the first thing? It just heats up your coffee. <laughs> it's like a microwave on setting one. <laughs> yeah. Off, warm, unholy abomination. That's it. Those are its only settings. <laughs> We haven't even resolved the fact that Spider-Man needs these recombinator sessions every day. Yeah, that seems excessive. He like yeah, I figured but, uh, I figured he would just like push Felicia out of the way and just be like one second, babe, just mm, and he's like, Alright, I'm good to go. <laughs> well, that's not gonna be the only smooch that happens because in the bow on this episode, Blade is saying goodbye to Terry Lee with yet another smooch. Spider-Man then brings Aunt May home and on a distant rock. Man back cozies down for a long winter nap. Woo! Lieutenant Lee just wants some strange. Yeah, she goes on and on and on about how in love she is and like how this is love. And they keep saying love. Yeah. We were ripping on other things for going too fast, like the Morbius Felicia thing being set up too quickly for it to be real love. But they're teenagers. They've, it's been a couple of weeks, probably. Whatever. Oh. Yo, this has been six hours. <laughs> At least. Minimum. Like max, six max, to 12 yeah, hours. Max. Yeah, this is like six to 12 mm-hmm. hours, probably. Like, what the fuck? When you know, you know. Well, I mean, I think the clock's ticking on, you know, <laughs> career worker Terry Lee. <laughs> She's just trying to. But you know what? At the end, she, she goes, get. you know what? Ah, love. Who needs it? Preach, girl. She knows what's up. Aren't you married, Vero? Yeah, that was pretty hurtful. Okay, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I support her. I'm just gonna. Uh, don't worry, Kevin. You and I can do this podcast from now on. Oh. Oh. Oh man, I would. Yeah, I would have preferred Terry Lee uh, to say something like, "Oh, I sure can pick him." Yeah, you something know, like that. Ones. She does say that, but that, like, she says that, but in a more extreme yeah. way. Like, I would have like, you know, dial it fucking back, you melodrama. Mm-hmm. But then also uh, Blaze just kind of like, 
Bye, don't follow me. Yeah, he's literally yeah. like, here's a kiss. Don't ever call me again. Yeah. Forget what you saw tonight. Forget everything except this Terry Lee. I'm off to go do nothing else in my career. Spider-Man drops off Aunt May mm-hmm. as Spider-Man. Yeah. Peter, you couldn't have taken off a mask? Yeah, you couldn't even, like, he drops her off in full garb. She's mm-hmm. passed out. You couldn't have changed out of your outfit in the, mm-hmm. uh, like, I understand she's drowsy, but, like, even the mask? I feel like it's the opposite. He's so used to this. <laughs> like, he's so used to coming home and her being passed out from the gin <laughs> on the couch. That, and he just moves her in without bothering to change. He's like, yeah, she's not going to remember this fucking shit at all. Yeah. She's like, I had the yeah. horrible dream. Oh, did you? Again? Yeah, it's best to forget. Okay, see ya. Like, that was such terrible advice. No, Uncle Ben's still dead. Bye. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Peter. Oh, my God. Beer went out of my nose. Uh, it's a pretty sad ending, though. I actually felt pretty bad for Morbius here because his life is over. Yeah, he's just like. Oh, he's taking a nap. On- yeah, but, like, what does he have to look forward to? You know, he's just kind of slumbering. Yeah, he flies off to that weird-ass Little Mermaid island. Yeah, yeah. part and, of uh, that world. <laughs> and, like, you get, like, you know, reminiscing in the sky as he as he kind of snoozes down. So tired. Finally come to sleep. Yes. Sleep. I do feel bad, but... I mean, he was like his choices were just always so terrible. Like he didn't mean to get turned into Morbius. No, he cheated. He wouldn't have turned into Morbius if he didn't cheat. Fair. He stole equipment from the from like that he what clearly wasn't prepared to use. He you know stole blood samples from people he thought that were going to be doing better work than him. So he was sabotaging his fellow you know his he colleagues. He was scooping. And then he decided he loved being you know the power. And he, he gave up pretty quickly on his, yeah. you know, his choice to try. And, if he had worked with people and he'd actually tried harder to heal himself, he probably could have had it happen. But he didn't. Fair. He made bad choice and bad choice. And just because you make one good choice at the end of your fucking story doesn't redeem you from all the terrible choices you've made. You should embroider that on a pillow. Yeah, you should. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, maybe I should. Fucking maybe I can tuck that pillow under the heads of all the people that are dying of plasma drain. Jesus. <laughs> Flash Thompson will never be the same again. Yeah, right. Like, fucking, you know how many games ESU, the ESU fighting weasels have fucking lost because they don't have their star quarterback? Are they actually the fighting weasels? They are now. Kevin bet a lot on the ESU football team, and he's losing a lot of money. <laughs> and they're the fucking ESU anemics now. <laughs> Just a pasty white guy, like, barely able to hold a football. That's their mascot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The kiss of between Felicia and Michael Morbius is what caps off this episode. And I feel like this is the kiss of all time. Like, it's romantic. The sun is setting. He remembers Felicia. There was his happy memory. And now he's going to go pass out for yeah. God knows how long. Fucking Punisher's just behind him. Oh, jeez. Oh, and he goes, monsters. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends. But yeah, it was a pretty bad ending, but I'm fucking glad that we're done with this morbius shit four episodes good lord you mean five (sighs) was it five it was five whatever moving on well basically peter sums up how i feel that we're now finally free of morbius Ugh. which means it's time to web this up with some arbitrary spider ratings 
This is where we rank each episode using whatever idiotic metric we can come up with off the top of our heads. Peter, go. So I'm going to rate this episode eight and a half out of ten lockers of blood. It was all right and finally wrapped everything up with Morbius. Kevin? Yeah, I'm going to give this one uh, three loose wooden dock planks out of four. I actually kind of like this one, and uh, if you put aside how tired a lot of this is, it's a pretty fun, fast-moving episode, and it redeems the arc a little bit, so not bad. Mm, Fair enough. I kind of feel the same way, actually. I gave this episode seven starlight smooches out of ten. Oh. And uh, what I liked about this episode, I actually liked whether it was on purpose or not, but the... uh, very classic vampire imagery, the fainted victim, vampire standing on a balcony. That was really cool. And I always like when Terry Lee actually gets to be part of the action instead of being a mm-hmm. sidelined, questioning what the heck's going on character. So yeah, um, I'm almost afraid to ask, but does anyone know exactly how much vampiring there will be in our next episode? Or are we finally free of this immortal curse? Yeah, I got a new push notification from the Daily Bugle right here. Oh. He's supposed to have some big scoop. The moment all America has been waiting for. Today's issue of the Bugle. Brock's big scoop. Eddie Brock's biggest scoop. Big news, too. That's unbelievable. Exactly how did you happen to get this? The ancient tablet of time has been discovered, and Doc Connors has been assigned to study it. But Silvermane and Kingpin are both after it as well. Oh my god, we've got ourselves a new storyline! Ah! <laughs> I'm so fucking pumped. Does, does Tablet of Time mean immortality? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, we already went through that one. <laughs> Fortunately, it's also time haha, for us to go. And as we said at the top, check us out online. All the links are on our website at radioactivespiderpod.com. If you liked our episode please share it with your friends, family, and any larger-than-usual flying mammals you happen to meet. And if you loved it, consider sharing it online, supporting us on Patreon, or rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts to help us get the show out there. You might even win something fun. Hey! We'll be back at you in two weeks with our next episode. This is Radioactive Spider Pod saying, Knowing Spider-Man actually does make you pretty cool. Keep swinging! I'll be the judge of what's cool! Hang loose, tiger. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're doing radioactive cider pod. <laughs> radioactive <laughs> cider pod for one of the Patreon episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. down. I'm down. Some cider. Uh, that's fun. I'm into it. We'll do it the cider taste. Yeah, just go to the old mill. Get some ciders. Thank you for making me feel like the most special woman in the world. Oh, got a message from Gavin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a fucking loser. <laughs>